Welcome to the Curious Curiosity Podcast, a place where Sab and Abhi discuss their journey of self-growth and share tips and tricks that they have figured out on the way to lead a more fulfilling life. Hey Sab. What's up man, Thanks. how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So I'm pretty excited for this conversation today. I want to know more about how you learned a new language, especially Spanish. So, so I'm pretty pumped up. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I know we talked about this at the end of it, right? Like uh, uh, languages is like um, something I want to talk about more in depth. I think it's just like, it's, uh, it's, it's been one thing I've always had in the back of my mind for a long time to learn more languages. And I think the recent years, I've made more of an effort to get better at the languages. I want, like, at least make more of an effort to learn more languages and uh, see where it goes. You know, uh, I'm excited for this conversation and see what questions you have and see how we can, what we can get out of this. Awesome. So first of all, and I know that what we are having to co- today about is about how you learn Spanish, but how many languages do you speak? Man? Just in yeah, I would say, you know, even though many of our Indian friends think Mahindi is in the best, you know, but I would say <laughs> I personally uh, can speak uh, English, Tamil and Hindi fluently to to uh, to get things done like it's, I think it's conversationally fluent I think elementary uh, speaking like elementary proficiency in terms of speaking I think is French and Spanish is elementary and a little bit of like and I, can, I think I can understand elementary level Arabic and uh, Malayalam my speaking isn't as good in uh, Malayalam and Arabic but uh, but I can I can understand most of it I would say though it's crazy though. So I mean, spoke about speaking, but my reading ability is so different. Like, I can read. The only language I can read, write, and speak is English. Okay, mm. I can't read uh, Tamil. I can't write Tamil. I can't read Hindi. I cannot write Tamil. I can read Hindi a little bit, but not that well. I cannot write it. Mm. Uh, I can read and write Spanish and French better than I can read and write Tamil and Hindi. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. And, uh, and uh, and with Arabic and Malayalam, it's just like I can only understand. I can't read and write at all. But it's crazy how like speaking ability, my speaking ability is so so much different than my my writing and reading ability too. So that's why I have to clarify like what my abilities and everywhere. I think that's why I'm trying to work on. But uh, I would say though is that if you can read and write or even speak, you should be a, like you you are miles ahead. Than like not not doing anything at all, you know. So. so I think I think I think just when you said about it, our ability to read and write comes from if we had the chance to learn that language structurally, right? Yeah, like yeah, for example, yeah. like I my mother tongue is Malayalam, but I was born and brought up in like Tamil Nadu, right? So yeah. I speak both Malayalam and Tamil, but I didn't have the chance to like read and write there unless yeah. I had to do it. So. I, I had to do it on my own interest to read and write Tamil later in my life. So I didn't know how to do that as well. But whereas like English or like Hindi, I learned it. So I know how to read and write. So I think, yeah. I think uh, I, I, for sure, I for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and that's why like I text uh, our few of our classmates uh, from the MBA in French and Spanish, right? Like, uh, like Francois and uh, who was my roommate in the MBA in, in, in French only. I don't text him in English anymore. And, and Sergio Paloma and Santos, I text only in Spanish, right? And I think I'm trying to get that, like uh, like you said, right? Like, even like, for example, Tamil and Hindi, 
like i grew up in oman right so i spoke english and wrote english and read english everywhere but i spoke only tamil at home so i never read and write it or wrote it right right, right, right. whereas hindi also i spoke it to people outside but very few times i would read and write it right so i think like like you said like it's very important thing that i was to learn a language fully to have a structural sense but my more curiosity is just to speak them you know mm. it's like mm. when i go to this country and I travel or i meet people i think this to speak because like most of us speak most of most of our discussions happen in through speech right so my curiosity is just to be able to speak as many languages as i can and mm-hmm. see how i can get better at it yeah no i i think we should i sh- should have a separate conversation on how much how much you have traveled you've been traveling a, a crazy amount so it makes sense it makes sense uh, okay so today today on today on spanish okay why were you interested in learning spanish today is that, is that like a reason why you, like yeah like why you're learning spanish why you not like say uh, uh what other language like german or anything of that sort yeah so uh, when i was in the us in uh, and i finished university um so i so when i finished high school i had been exposed to five languages in terms of structured learning so i'd be so i'd learned uh, uh english i'd learned hindi tamil at home and then uh, uh arabic and french through school through school mm-hmm. right and then i'd gone to uh, us and then uh and the us has a high like a lot like uh, i mean for it's close to latin america so a lot of like latin americans were moving there so uh i couldn't speak spanish them or anything but and i knew and my french was better then so but no one is speaking french right so there was an element of like curiosity like okay what if i learn spanish right so um i think living in the us and being close to latin america i helped to drive the curiosity so in 2015 and i downloaded duolingo before i actually go there i studied abroad in europe and i was studying in the us i went to europe and i was in in and across western and northern europe and in france i could read anything on the menu speak to people like in broken french and get my way around in spain i could do nothing mm. you know? and i'm i since i'm very extroverted i like to like engage with people but i saw a barrier right so i doubts that along with my us experiences of meeting people from latin america and central america drove my curiosity to learn spanish so i downloaded duolingo i practiced 10 minutes a day you know in like duolingo you can do like one lesson a day mm-hmm. so i started doing that you know and okay. uh, then i moved to dubai and then that curiosity went away to learning more about middle east and arabic culture mm-hmm. and uh, so i was fascinated by arabic for a while like listening to like lebanese arabic versus or levant arabic versus like egyptian arabic versus like gulf arabic then i moved back to canada again uh again many of our classmates from latin america and stuff and i think one day i just turned on netflix and i started watching spanish like i think it was like i think actually it was narcos i just started watching narcos and i realized mm-hmm. like uh, my fascination came back so since then i just like went all out so i went on a six month phase where i watched only spanish television uh i downloaded books in spanish i uh nice. I traveled and traveled to Mexico. I, I, I tried to speak only in Spanish. Even though it's broken, only in Spanish. Right. I made it a point right. to text our friends only in Spanish. So I went all out. I started investing in this. You know. So that's been okay. my journey in Spanish over the past seven years. Like there was a break in the middle, but it came back. Makes sense, dude. I think I think what you said there, like who you are around with, like you get that affinity to learn that. Or yeah. I see that that's that's what's been like the major driving factor for you to like learn a particular language when you were in like 
uh, Dubai, like you were learning more about Arabic uh, yeah. there. And then like now, now here, when you have like a lot more friends, that curiosity gets triggered for you to learn Spanish here. So that makes sense. So one, once you briefly touched upon like how you right now, like I want to focus on like you've been in learning Spanish or like through Duolingo and like other means like way back in the day in 2015. But now like recently, like the last six, like eight months is when you've been like full-fledgedly learning that and you've got to try to put that to the test when you travel to Mexico as well, right? So, yeah. so can we go to this like, like six months back or like say eight months back when you started this uh like looking at narcos in spanish uh and then like starting to learn the language where did you start like did you go back to duolingo or did you like go to like a, take an online class on learning spanish or did you did you like what did you order was it a lot of youtube videos like where did you start to like learn spanish again like eight months yeah. back see i'll tell you one thing that helps though before we dive into that is like knowing uh like English helped me learn French, right? Because the same like, letters you're writing, right? Of course, there's mm -hmm. accents and stuff with letters. And knowing French helped me with Spanish, right? Or at least being educated in French helped me being getting more educated in Spanish, right? So I think that, that it helps. So going back to that phase, look, I think what, all, all I did was I just watched a lot of Spanish television. That's all I did. I just watched a lot of Spanish television. I think I watched Narcos. I watched the one in Colombia and Mexico. I watched this show about uh, Chilean Football Federation in, on Amazon Prime. Uh, I watched uh, a show called Elite. I watched a show called El Inocente, Toy Boy. Uh, then I'm watching a show called, uh, um, um, I think it's Minions of Midas, you know? So that's like, how many shows now? It's like almost six shows, five, six shows in the span of a lot of months. Right? So I, I, went, I mean, for me, I just enjoyed TV. In the sense that I was watching it just to learn about the culture of the country and um, uh, at the same time also the language, right? Like, I think when someone speaks to you in a language, you know, one thing is interesting is that, uh, so I, I, to, to answer one question, I, I, I've never touched Duolingo since 2000. It's been a while, you know, but the Duolingo is good. But it's just that, you know, for me, just to wake up and do 10 minutes a day, I for, for myself, I found it very strenuous. So I just stuck to watching TV and uh, being exposed to this. So I'll tell you something, when you, when you watch people sp speak in their native language, right? I think they're very authentic. So they express themselves 100%. So for example, would you say you think in Tamil more than English? Or you think in, you, you think more in English than Tamil? In my mind? Yeah, when you talk to yourself. When you talk to myself, it's Tamil or Malayalam for me, right? Yeah, like I, I had to change it. Oh, okay. Right? So... So imagine these people from Latin America, you're watching them on television and expressing themselves in the language they, they're, they're thinking in, right? Like you're doing self-talk. If I'm talking in English and I speak in Spanish, I have to convert that self-talk, right. process it like a computer and then come to you, right? Correct. Then I, I learned that and I saw that when I, when I talked to people like in our class, like Sergio Paloma, like it was fascinating that how they could do, like they're still amazing people and still honest people. But I saw like it was easier for me to get along. You know, like mm -hmm. the things are like, like it was like they opened up quicker and stuff. Because I'm, I'm conversing in their language of thought, right? Mm -hmm. So from I think one, one, two steps later was I watched a lot more Spanish television, just went all out, and then I started speaking to people in their language of thought, and mm -hmm. I saw that in body language, expressions, and all that, and I was able to pick up because if I move my hands a certain way and I move my body a certain way. 
like I can like you can understand what I'm trying to get you to understand, right? So right. those two things drove my uh, I think my growth in the past few months. Okay, okay, makes makes sense. And like speaking about, I mean, just diving deeper into like what you mentioned about people thinking in their own native languages. I've seen a lot of difference when people speak and write. Like for example, even me or like say Sergio, for instance, like he speaks. A different way but when i see his writing it's like a completely different person yes. because we have the time to like go write go like yeah. you know, change your sentence formations and change all of that right so uh it makes sense there so when you learned so most of your learning in the last six to eight months were through like tv shows do you think that was enough for you to like maybe converse like how did you know the meaning of words like like can you can you converse now in like spanish what's your fluency right now uh, to like speak in spanish it's still elementary right so for example i'll tell you uh, uh yesterday i met one of my friends he's half venezuelan and uh, we speak to children in english but he's canadian right he's born brought he's like he's brought up here so he's, he he thinks in english right by the way let's just speak in spanish and try it so we said we'll walk to a place so you know how i'm fluent i my my sentences are very constructed in english with him i just said vamos caminar you know means like let's go walk like very two words but right. he understood what i wanted to uh say cuz it's like it's like it's like almost a baby talking to you right like saying i right. talk english right so you're like okay we understand right so when i went to mexico that's what i was doing was let's say so i i met this couple from chile and i told them how i'd watched this uh tv show about chilean football so uh i said yo veo un tele un televisión see there's no grammar there's un televisión program especial uh um uh, on jugador chilean so like, chilean player you know so they get broken broken words but they understood i'm trying to say oh then they're like, okay which was and i said uh un comisario means president or leader of football federacion Chile, Sergio, Huadue, and then like see again, there's no grammar to these words, right? But it's like broken, broken, broken. They get the point because mm-hmm. they see the effort in me, right? So then, then they say, okay. Then they open up. They said, ah. Oh. Uh, then they said, oh, CC. They said, okay. Uh, then they told me where they live. So they said, and then they said, okay, yo visito Valparaiso. do uh then 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 I'll then I'll mix up I'll be like do recommend you like just like making up words like that but they understand like a lot of like a lot of english words have a script behind them right cuz english is i think i think english for a lot of later languages to come out right so mm-hmm. a lot of them have like like comprehension in french it's comprendre right like so like so when you when you mix words up people are still to pick it up and speak to you right right so right. i could say i could speak broken but it's uh um uh, it's not like as constructed as my english like when i pay at a restaurant i say comida bueno means like good food then i said uh, por favor uh, uh tarjeta machine so like card machine you know they come to me Dude, that's that's you know spanish for you to for you to survive uh your yeah, travel but, <laughs> exactly see one thing though these uh, like as you uh, uh spanish like when i watch on television too like a lot of these uh, words are not like like sentences are, are not as elaborate they're very basic and simple. it's my understanding basic and simple right so uh 
so I think like I think if you can br- get the broken ones in and make an effort, I think you can go a long way. Makes sense. Yeah. So so I want to ask one more question. So when you see all of these uh, shows on Netflix or like TV or whatever, so do you have the subtitles on? I do have the subtitles on English. Yeah. So the challenge with me is like when I have the subtitles on in English, I, I like. I do not listen to the word that's they're saying. I just read the subtitles, right? So, uh, so do you try to switch off the subtitles to understand what they're trying to say? I'm going in with the concept to learn, right? So my mind okay. is there only to learn. Like my mind is okay. not there to okay understand the yeah. You know, okay. it's not there to like um, deceive. Like my, I'm going there only like see like I'm watching all the Spanish television. See, of course, these these times the Spanish television is one thing. FYI, guys, they have great plots. the number of twists you have in a spanish television show is like it's it's insane but mm-hmm. even though they're like incre- incredibly amazing plots my goal of watching television is to learn spanish right 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 but right. i see a word and I'm, i'm like oh i can I, oh i understand this word i know this word and like it just like sticks to me you know that's how i think about you know so okay. like the show uh, minions of midas they say los favoritos de midas means the minions right and i'm like favoritos what is favoritos i'm like that curiosity is like, Out of that episode, the only thing I remember is just that word. So, mm. so although the television, the shows are great, like I'm more attracted, I'm more in that. Uh, my drive and ambition is to learn the language more than to. Okay. To so how much? How much hours in general? Like in the last six months? I mean, approximately. I know this is like, I mean, uh, not not like a proper accurate calculation. But how much hours would you have spent in like the last six months? on these spanish television shows because this i find this fascinating right like learning a language just by looking at movies and like no structural learning i mean you did have some structural learning earlier in the day like 2015 but how much hours did you put in like the last 6 months would you say approximately yeah. like 8000 hours one show i forgot about is called monarca uh in netflix it varies man i would say since i watched 6 to 7 full shows i don't think shows and are are like 20 episodes of each okay no no not a day like I'm... yeah when i watch a show monarca i started friday evening i finished it saturday in the afternoon like two seasons eight episodes binge watching awesome. binge watched it right okay the plot was that, incredible too that'll be 16 hours that'll be 16 hours right like 16 hours of this thing because like two seasons almost i'm exploiting like 42 yeah, yeah, 42 yeah. like one hour for each episode so like eight episodes 16 hours so like how much so like if you... let's just say an hour a day of average out Or 30 i would say minimum an average of say 30 minutes an hour a day or span over 6 months like 30 so so that will be like 30 hours per month so like 180 hours 200 hours Ex- of, of, like exposure, of exposure of exposure okay so that that makes sense so one other thing like now that okay you understand how they speak how the body language goes with the various words right like did you did you like try to structure it in like your head on like okay this is maybe okay so now you don't have like sentence formation you're predominantly focusing on just uh, uh, like meaning of words and then trying to connect it in sentences did you have like a framework or like structure in mind on how you're going to approach this or it's just uh, or like did you like have a list of words that you know like just write it down or like did any of these follow any structured framework while learning this language or all all that in your head No, I just I think I just went like uh, uh, I just winged it, you know, in simple ways. Like uh, my goal was to learn, and my 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 drive was to learn, and that's it. I just said I'm just gonna wing it. You know, I don't want to structure this. Uh, 
because I didn't know how to structure it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I, it's not why I didn't know. I didn't want to structure it. I just felt like I was enjoying the freedom of just learning and exploring. I was just okay. like, I have no metric. I'm just going to go all out. You know, I think the, the, the easing the pressure of no metric and easing the pressure of not having a structure helped me learn. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So now that, now that you're learning all of this, so that's like a completely different approach than I would take, right? I yeah, think yeah, yeah. that's something which I want to like learn a lot more without structure. So I'm assuming practicing it every, like regularly uh, would help in like for you, like intuitively, like subconsciously building a structure where you can like eventually speak out, right? Not, not, not like uh, intentionally, but how, like I, you mentioned briefly about you having conversation with all of your friends uh, in like Spanish or like texting them in Spanish. Like, did you, like what are the other means that you practice speaking okay. Spanish or like uh, practicing uh, the whole uh, language? Yeah, so I guess the one structure, if you just go back and recollect is that I, I made it a point to talk to our friends only in Spanish now. You know, like, uh, you know, when I see them, I talk to them. I try to put as much effort as I can to speak in Spanish. Okay. Know? Okay. Uh, it's difficult because they speak much faster. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, this is, I'm losing it. But I text, I text these people only in Spanish or French, you know, I make it a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from that, you know, another thing, I think I watched even more shows in Spanish. So all these football tele- shows, like on Amazon Prime and Netflix are football, like documentaries. Mm-hmm. There's one on the, about football player called Diego Simeone. Then there is one on like uh, uh, other football players too. I think there's one on like Barcelona and stuff. I just, uh, I, I want to watch the Spanish side of it. I don't watch the English side of it, right? So, uh, like, I think the fact that I had that structure of like, like okay, the only compulsive media I'm going to do is text in Spanish. And when I see them, I'm going to speak in Spanish. Like, I'm not going to run away even if I could, if I can't speak in English, I will, uh, if, even if I can't speak Spanish, I will just put two, three words in and try and then they'll correct me. Okay. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do, I don't think it makes a huge difference when there's no pressure to achieve something, you know, like that makes sense. The freedom, right. You're just like, mm, I have nothing to lose here. You know? So mm-hmm. was it, dif- was it difficult in the sense, like speaking is one thing and like writing is a different thing, right? Like, did you, where you, I'm assuming, I, I have no clue about Spanish. Did you like, were there accents, were the wording different? Yeah, yeah. Like, how did you come up with that? There's masculine and feminine. Same like friends. I found the, that most yeah. difficult part in learning. Difficult part in the for me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like every, every noun has like a, a like a masculine and feminine uh, associated yeah. with it and it's super difficult. It's the same as Spanish as well. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But like, you know, some words, if it ends with an E or an A, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's mostly feminine. If it ends with a D or a T or an N, it's masculine, you know, like, so I think like intuitively, you know, this from English and French, right? Like you're just able to establish this. Uh, it was, it was difficult, but uh, uh, look, man, I think I'm gifted. I think, you know, uh, like even like even you, I think like, you know, when we were young, we taught two, three languages, right? Like. I think we have that gift already to start with languages, right? Like, I mean, I would speak Tamil at home and then I go to school, it's English, right? And then you go to the taxi driver or the shop, it's Hindi. So you're like, your mind is just like racing everywhere, right? But being conditioned for over 18 years as a kid to learning at least three languages. And then you go to my social circle, many of them are from the same places like your Palakkad and they speak in Malayalam. And I'm like, I'm so confused. But... Mm-hmm. 
I think as you get more and more conditioned and you have no pressure, and you give it time, like I think you, I think you realize you can pick up more languages that way. You know, mm. you know what I mean. Mm. I just think you have to come overcome the initial hurdle of like, like I want to learn this language, and then you tell yourself. I think I told myself there's no pressure. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I think I think even I I thrive uh, like when when I'm doing it by my own interest, right? When there's no pressure, right? Like it's yeah. the whole enjoyment learning is like enjoying it rather than doing it for yeah. like an end objective. It's just the most fun part. So that yeah. makes sense, man. Okay, so the key takeaway for me is look at a lot of Spanish Spanish, television. Spanish shows. Man, they're um, good. Like trust me, I'll give you a list. Mar- I'm gonna Marcos, Elite, El Inocente, Toy Boy. They all have crazy plots. So you know what I mean? Like, it's like it's worth enjoying the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, a uh, bunch of that, and then like start texting, texting Spanish, uh, with your friends, and then start speaking with them in in in, in Spanish, and then eventually like you'll get that language. Like at least you, it'll be helpful for us to like when I'm traveling, I can like make sense of what's happening there, or at least ask for help. or like converse with everyone there and like that native language for me to go for so these are the key takeaways here and i see that even though when you said that you didn't use a framework but certain things that you mentioned about like how to differentiate like a masculine uh, yeah. noun with a feminine noun like using those t's and e's to identify all yeah. of them like these frameworks get in our head like naturally intuitively subconsciously so uh, that makes sense that will come there so i'm going to try this as well in like Say, I think I want to start off with French. I I did learn French in school, but it's been a long time. But I want to start learning French as well, so to see how that goes, uh, it'll be helpful for for living in Canada. Uh, yeah. At least, at least uh, when I apply apply for uh, uh, citizenship. But but yeah, long long story short, that's a different side. But this this is a key take take away for me uh, during a conversation. Is there anything else that you want to add? No, I think you know when you're young and you have that opportunity to learn another language, I think it makes a huge difference, man. You know, like uh, I think uh, the earlier on you start, the easier it gets. You know, like I'll tell you like an example. So my dad, I think, is someone who speaks more languages than I can. Mm-hmm. Like, well, although they're all mostly Indian languages, like I remember he can speak Tamil, Malayalam, Kannada, Telugu, Hindi fluently. Right, and you're always wondering like, how can they're like, oh, it's a Southern language, is how we can do it. But not many people can even speak Tamil or Malayalam, right? And it's because like he started when he was young, like you know, he would like put an effort to learn. Like when you go to Bangalore, he learned Kannada. When you go to Hyderabad, he learned Telugu. And you pay attention. Like, the curiosity was there. So I think if you're curious to learn a language, you have to like exercise the curiosity. You know, maybe that's the point of this podcast. Podcast, right? We act on our curiosity. Right? Everyone's right. curious, but to act on it and to go out and seek it to like to put it in, in in motion i think is the challenge right or the uh, or the or the uh, or sometimes the benefits you get out of it are incredible right so and i think if you, if you earlier you start with these things the easier it gets to so now if i want to pick up i think I, the other day someone spoke to me in portuguese and i responded to them in spanish even though i i don't i've never i don't know any portuguese like I, okay i know like because of spanish exposure now i know like some few words in uh portuguese you know like he mm. said falar and i said hablar hablar means speak in spanish he said falar means speak in portuguese you know so i mm. said no say hablar is portuguese and he said uh he said you know he asked me falar portuguese and i said portuguese and i said no say hablar portuguese and he said i understood what he meant by falar because i knew it meant so mm. you can relate because these countries are next to each other there's some cross mingling and stuff so the earlier on you start 
the easier gets to make more connections you know? i think i think i agree with you on that though i think as we get older the challenge is for us to have that learner mindset is super challenging because we want to be like or portray ourselves as someone who knows all of this stuff and then like you know it's not starting from scratch and being like making all of these mistakes especially when speaking with friends like speaking broken language they might make fun and we'll be like okay shit okay i'm not going to go go forward with yeah. that right so uh, overcoming that challenge might in conversation it might seem very simple but for us to like overcome that personally it's like a huge hurdle and i've seen that you you are very comfortable in overcoming that hurdle uh, so the whole learning process has been more enjoyable and like more fruitful for you like in a short period of time so uh, i i hear you there i think i wish a lot more people are open to like uh, uh, you know start with that beginner mindset even if they are like say for me like i'm in my 30s like you know like even when you're led in life like having that having that mindset actually helps uh, but yeah love the conversation dude i'm going to i'm going to this seems easy as well like the way you put it but uh, i'm not, i'm sure it's not as easy yeah, as you yeah, seem it to be yeah. but Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going to try that for. You know, for, you know I'll say like you know on a resume, people ask you how many languages you speak, and you're like, oh, I'm proficient in this, proficient in that, and then like there's this pressure of like meeting that resume expectation sometimes, or LinkedIn expectations, or people think. Right. I took away all that pressure. Like I don't need people to come tell me that my my Spanish is good or bad. I'm not in it for that. Hmm. You know, I'm here to learn Spanish, not to be. I don't know, proficient in Spanish to write a novel. you know mm-hmm. or to meet expectations on what society dictates as i'm good in spanish now i think when that because for me it's more of like the learning aspect than the outcome and there's a, and you mentioned this in a few of your podcasts right you had this you spoke about your weight loss journey your meditation journey i think the process is as is in fact more beautiful than the result itself because that's longer the process takes much longer right so correct correct makes sense makes sense awesome. dude awesome awesome love the conversation sab uh uh i'm going to yeah i'm going to try try and learn french and then probably keep you posted on that and see how that goes yeah but another yeah. conversation and uh yeah awesome awesome i think for our next one we don't talk about your experiences reading the book thinking fast and slow is that uh correct yeah. i'm just going to going to like have some pointers on that book i found that book really fascinating uh it's about yeah. like biases our decisions how we make like system one system two yeah. uh so that that is definitely a book uh, uh, i would love enjoyed reading and then i'm going to I'm going to talk about that in the next awesome next. awesome and i think yeah we can also put in a mix of philosophy in that book to what we because i think those convers- conversations can get deep you know and like all those biases and stuff so um, mm-hmm. i'm interested to see how it goes and uh, yeah see where that leads you know but uh, today's been a good session too again so yeah thanks man uh you have a great 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 one until next time thanks my friend take care bye Thanks for listening folks. Reach out to us at curiouscuriosity@gmail.com for comments and feedback. See you on the next one.